I'm shook. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Holly Shook Podcast College Admissions Scandal Update Special. I am so, so excited. This is actually our first fully dedicated to the college admissions scandals that we know and we love. Full episode dedicated to it since we broke the news to the world back in, when was that? March. March. This started in March? March 12th, right. Also, you didn't introduce me, but I'm Armin. I was going to introduce you. Armin's with me, okay? By this point, everybody knows who's with me. It's only Um, ever us. I just was really excited about our college admission scandal. I forgot to introduce you. Hi, Armin. How are you? I'm doing great, Rye. So yeah, this is our first update to the college admission scandal podcast that we did back in March. Like you said, we broke the news. We actually famously are the first people to actually tell anyone about this. Um, we were at Felicity Huffman's house when the SWAT team arrived, and we were like, oh my god, we should like do a podcast on this. And now it's like nationwide news. What are the odds, by the way, that the very day Felicity Huffman would get her home raided by the FBI, we would be there? We were on one of those Hollywood map stars. Star stars tours. Map love a good star tours. Yeah, and we just happened to be passing by her house when the FBI arrived. It was so random of us. It was so Hollywood. And of course, I mean, our podcast actually was released, I believe, 18 days or so after the scandal itself broke in the papers. But I still I still think we are the ones that broke it, right? I mean, like, yeah, just trying to be historically accurate here. Yeah. Um, no one actually heard about it until 18, 18 days later. So that was from us. Who reads the um, papers, right? I can't believe that was in March. Oh my gosh. I remember exactly where I was when I first heard about it. Um, where were it you? At, it was at Felicity Huffman's house. <laughs> <laughs> How could I forget? Um, you just spoke about that. The Star yeah, Tours. We were there together. Good. What am I saying? Yeah. Um, no, but after um, being at her house, once I heard that it was headline news after we broke the news, um, I was at my gym randomly. I used to do, I used to be a rock climber for about three months. <laughs> I remember your rock climbing days. That was such an era. Rock, I had a rock climbing phase. It was really great. Um, uh, on that note, I am no, no longer a member, but I do have um, rock climbing shoes. If anyone in the Chicagoland area is about a nine and a half to a 10 and looking for lightly used rock climbing shoes, please hit me up. I'm, I'm willing to sell for half price. <laughs> Where can they reach you? Just on Instagram at Ryalk. Or on Twitter at the real Ryalk. At the real Ryalk. Or you can message our Holly Shook Pod Instagram and Armin will reply because I don't touch that. Um, at Holly Shook Pod. Let us know if you're in Chicago. You have to be in Chicago looking for size 10 rock climbing shoes. Size 10 rock climbing shoes. Um, if you're not in Chicago, I can ship, but you will be paying for shipping. Um, yeah, so let's like dive right in. So we're here to update. There's been extreme updates in this in this um, case that we just can't help but break the news about. Oh yeah, major updates. And look, we have been updating y'all on the podcast, but like you mentioned, Rai, we haven't dedicated an entire pod to the college admission scandal since March. 
but I feel like we have enough updates, especially with Felicity Huffman being sentenced, that we need part two in our college admission scandal series. I mean, if you want to go back to our bonus podcasts, we've done plenty of Olivia Jade updates, especially. We've been particularly focused on her journey. Yeah. On both the public feed and on Patreon. Check us out, patreon.com backslash Holly Shook. A lot of extra content there. Uh, we but, are plugging shit today. We never plug shit this much. We like never plug stuff on the public <laughs> feed, and now we're like plugging rock climbing shoes. I know, Mike. Um, anyway, back to my rock climbing shoes. Um, yeah, we've been updating on. Um, we've been doing little updates, but I feel like this was just too much to pass up for a, a dedicated episode. Well, yeah, when someone gets sentenced, we have to get to the pod. So speaking of sentencing. Um, it's <laughs> literally what we're going to be speaking about um so yeah as if that's a segue right like speaking of that thing let's talk about this other thing that relates no speaking of sentencing let's talk about the sentencing speaking of sentencing about the sentencing um so on friday september 13th just a f- about a week ago now um felicity huffman had her sentencing hearing and she was incredibly sentenced to the, actually the highest prison term ever in all of society, the longest. She's going to go to prison for longer than any other person ever has. Unprecedented territory. Even murderers don't get this much. Um, so 14 days, um, that is two full weeks. <laughs> um, she, if she just went straight there, she'd already be halfway done with her sentence. That's all I'm saying. Because it's been a week, she should have just walked straight in jail and been like, "All right, cool. Let's get it. Let's get. Let's just knock this out of the park." Are you like a get prison over with person, or are you like, "Let me wait as long as I have to to get to prison"? I mean, I feel like I get. I'm kind of confused about how it works because it's weird to me that you can be sentenced to prison and then they're like, "Okay, go home," and then just like kind of come back like at your own leisure. Well, not um, at your own leisure. She has been ordered to report in six weeks to a federal bureau of prisons facility that is yet to be chosen and remember we talked about the whole uh facility drama with martha stewart she wanted to go to one facility but Mm, you know the the federal bureau of prisons wanted her to go to another and then there was a bunch of back and forth about it and she had to go to the one that she didn't want to go to yeah I, i guess maybe it's a logistical thing right you have to find out which prison has space maybe right yeah America is um, over capacity, capacity um, in our prisons, so that's always a really fun fact about living in America. Um, they probably take her passport, right, to prevent her from fleeing. Also, this is 14 days. I'm sure she's not a flight risk, but if she was determined right. to be, take her passport. You can even put probably an ankle monitor. Yeah, I mean, definitely it's a logistics thing. Um I just think, like, personally, I would just be like, okay, like, can I fucking, like, I feel like it, it'd be annoying to, like, have it looming over you, like, for six weeks, like. Oh, yeah. The stress like, of it all. I would say, take me right there. From the courthouse, no, take me like, to the where, like, where's the car? Like, just bring me there right now. Like, can I call an Uber? Like, how do I get there? Um, so, I don't know. I'm like, I guess I would just want to get it out of the way. But I guess it is also nice to be like, okay, let me like tie up loose ends and like prepare, um, make my kids lunches for the next two weeks. You love a going away party too. Can you imagine the going away party for you if you had to go to prison for 14 days? 
It would be extravagant. I mean, I would do shit at that party that would like add on an extra two weeks <laughs> by that point. Um, You're like, fuck it, I'm going to prison anyway. I might, I might as well make the most of it. Like, I like break into a museum and steal the Mona Lisa. I don't know why that's like what happens at my goodbye party. I love how your idea of an extravagant going away party before you go to prison is night at the museum. I am Ben Stiller, um, just breaking into a museum. It's going to be at the museum. I somehow rented it um, just to say goodbye. Um, we have to mention that she also received a $30,000 fine. $30,000 fine. She's going to be under supervised release for a year, and she has to do 250 hours of community service. So it's not confined to the 14 days in prison. Yeah. Um, but knowing her, she'll get her community service um, frauded and have someone sign off on it when she didn't do it. Um, Take pictures in front of a green screen. <laughs> she's like digging a hole. Like, <laughs> I'm doing community service. Like, holes are dig. But Felicity, let's be fair. Felicity was not one of the parents who did take those photoshopped photos no, of their kids playing like, a sport that they never actually played before. Yeah, no, she just like scammed people um, with money. So that's good for her. <laughs> um, I also saw like an interview or like a quote from William H. Basie that was like, my wife has not been able to work as an actress since this happened. And I'm like, okay, boo who? Like I, yeah, like, I wasn't expecting her to like get auditions off of this. <laughs> also, what a nice life you lead that the worst of your problems is that you're a multimillionaire who hasn't been able to secure an acting role within a seven-month span. Yeah, like, no offense, but most fucking actors can't get auditions. So it's like, and Felicity, like, what role are you going to play? You're not playing a mom in any movie coming up. Well, she can play a villain. She can play a villain. She was randomly in that Netflix show, um, When They See Us. Right. That was, like, she and she played, like, the bad guy. And I was like, well, fitting. Um, she could be leaning into the villain character. Yeah. Maybe this is a career uh, career shift for her. She'll actually go from kind of like the like mom next door to kind of like the bad guy next door. She probably just went way too method with it, though. Yeah. This was a little much, honey. You could have take, taken an acting class. You would have learned how to be a villain. Keep that shit on set, you know? Like, you don't want to bring it too much off set to the point in which you are actually going to prison for being a villain. Right. But she's, like, the nice villain because she's, like, like, I am prepared to, like, made a statement being, like, I'm prepared to, like, accept the court's decision without reservation, like, really well-spoken about it. And I'm, like, this isn't interesting. This is boring. Um, and she did plead guilty. Right. No fuss about it. She admitted to her crimes. She did. Um, she also said, quote, there are no excuses or justifications for my actions. And uh, during the sentencing, she actually told the judge at one point when she addressed the court that, quote, at, and this is her describing herself uh, driving her daughter back from actually taking the exam but the exam would be falsified right yeah doctored by uh, one of those proctors so she she said quote i thought to myself turn around turn around turn around 
And then according to the New York Times, she paused as she choked back tears. Quote, to my eternal shame, I didn't. End quote. Uh, she also said that uh, when she was arrested and then had to explain the whole situation to her daughter, her, do- uh, her daughter said to her, quote, I don't know who you are anymore, mom. End quote. Felicity would also go on to say, I'm dropping quotes here, Ryan. You're really quoting it up. Quoting it up. Quote, I realize now with my mothering that love and truth must go hand in hand. End quote. Hard lesson to learn, but I feel like a good lesson because I do agree. Love and truth do go hand in hand. You can't be lying and loving. Right. You cannot be lying and loving and let alone loving while lying. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. It works in the inverse as well. And I feel like Felicity, my girl, my girl Felice is really going to come out on the other end of this fine. Um, Phoenix rising from the ashes. Phoenix rising from the ashes, but also like from a PR state, like PR standpoint. And we mentioned this on like some of our other podcasts when we've updated. Um, she's like, she like pleaded guilty. Um, she's like very regretful. She's like pulling out the quotes of like, I'm loving and lying. Like I, I learned like I'm not being a good mom. Right. Like she's like learning lessons and like, or at least telling us that she's learning lessons so that it looks like she is. Um, and like really, she's playing the 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 cards right, I feel, publicly, where people are kind of being like, okay, like she fucked up, but at least she's not being like super arrogant about it or super like privileged about it, um, especially with a crime that already is like literally dripping with privilege. Um Whereas and a crime where there's like loads and loads and loads of evidence against you. Phone calls, uh, financial statements. Like you are more than backed into a corner here. They have you dead to rights. So at least she's like owning up to it. Whereas like Lori Laughlin on the other side, on the other hand, is like coming off very poorly publicly about this whole thing by like pleading not guilty and like signing autographs when she goes into court and just like not really owning up to what she did type of thing. Um, saying I like, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I feel like Lori Laughlin's career may not like be very good after this. Not like it was anything special, but I see. I could see Felicity bouncing back. Is the point of this statement because of how she's handling it in the public eye? I totally agree. I feel like contrition is valued by a lot of people, and I think most people are ready and willing to forgive as long as there is a sincere apology. Right. But if you, like, deny, 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 deflect, 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 like Lori is doing, essentially admitting to the crime but saying this isn't a crime, if you remember, it was leaked that that was going to be the defense. Like, we thought that this was just an avenue to get our daughter into college. We didn't know it was illegal. Well... You don't do secret backroom deals and think it's totally cool. Right. Like, that's how you get into college. You take a test and you do an application and you fucking hope and pray that you get in, honey. That's how you get in. She's like, "Mm, you don't just, like, pay people? Hundreds of thousands of dollars to a third party, not even doing it the classic direct way. There is a way to cheat to get your kid into college that is legal, and that's called buying a wing of the college. 
called donations, honey, quote unquote donations. It just costs a um, lot more. Instead of hundreds of thousands, that is millions of dollars. You got to buy a building. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? But she wanted the cheap way out to get her kids into USC. And it's like, by the way, USC isn't all that special to put in <gasps> that much effort. No offense, Rai. I know uh, you have your ties. As someone who famously did not go to USC, I am extremely offended. Um, also, like Lori Laughlin, you have full house money. Like, I'm pretty sure you could have bought like a library. Okay. Or at least been one of the names on the plaque. Like, you don't need to have it be the Lori Laughlin Library, which, by the way, would be a great alliteration. That's actually really good. It'd be like, hey, want to meet me at the LLL, the triple L? L cubed. The L cubed. L cubed. Well, math isn't real, as we know. Uh, <laughs> according to that. according to Terrence Howard, math according, is fake. I haven't stopped. Just side note, really quick. I haven't stopped thinking about that all week. Every time I see a math equation, I'm like, and there's that Lizzo song where she's like, "What's two plus two? And I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> Terrence Howard taught me to not know, and that it's all fake. By the way, if you all want to hear our whole breakdown on Terrence Howard's beliefs on math and how one times one really equals. Two, patreon.com backslash holly shook on our latest bonus episode one more plug throwing it in there just throwing uh, it in by the way real quick before we move off this topic right what did you think of the sentencing because it was sort of controversial some people felt like it sh- it was a little too light and it should have been harsher well i wasn't surprised because honestly i was not expecting anything um crazier than this um because of white privilege, rich people privilege, celebrity privilege, et cetera, et cetera. Um, all of which I have. <laughs> rich white celebrity privilege, me. Um, you are famously extremely famous. Famously famous and rich. Um, but obviously there was that big thing going around about um, the African-American woman, single mother, who um, Kelly Williams Bolar, Bolar, mm-hmm. um, who uh, used a fake address, used her, like, dad's address or something um, to get her son into a better school district. Um, And she was sentenced to five years in prison, which is insane because I actually had a friend in high school, I will not name names, um, (laughs) who did the same thing, used a friend's address because the high school he he lived next to was, like, really bad. Um... And so they used a friend's address saying like, oh, our parents like both got divorced. So we moved in together or something. And I was like, okay. Um, But he went to my high school and it's like, I guess they didn't get caught. But like, is that really worthy of five years in prison just to go and get a better, better education for your child, which is essentially what both moms were trying to do. Exactly. But in the case of Kelly Williams Bolar, It was a grave injustice and, frankly, an example of institutional racism. Absolutely. But I do not think the way to combat that is to become more punitive in other cases. I think in this country, we are already far too punitive. And Felicity Huffman's sentencing is probably more of an example of what should be the norm, although I could argue even that's a little too harsh. Yeah. But I don't think... To mitigate other examples of injustice, we need to then impose injustice on other people. What we need to do is rectify the injustices 
everywhere. And especially the fact that clearly, institutionally, oftentimes, people of color are hit a lot harder by this supposed justice system. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I always go back to the cannabis drama of people Mm -hmm. who are, like, literally in prison forever because of, like, weed. And now, like, white people are like, come to my weed storm. Um, It's fucked up. It's incredibly disproportionate. And you could look at statistics displaying how people of all races essentially use drugs at the same rate. Right. Yet people of color are, are far more likely to be arrested for using drugs. Why is that? Well, they're targeted. People of color are targeted. So, the, anyway, on this whole sentencing issue, I don't think, you know, again, I don't think the answer here is to become more punitive. I think we just need to become less punitive societally. Yeah. Once again, our prisons are overcrowded. Let's do something about it. Okay. Should I we move a- on to the next story? Let's move on to the next story. Um moving from politics to just pure entertainment, you guys. Um, We are, at the end of the day, a pop culture pod. Um, So obviously, who... If I were to think one, like, studio that would release a movie about this within, like, six months of it happening, it would be Lifetime. And, of course, Lifetime... um, Lifetime released the trailer for their movie... um, Really original title, by the way. The College Admissions Scandal. Really, really good. <laughs> That's the name of the movie. I'm surprised they got it out so quickly because it must have taken them at least six months to come up with the title. <laughs> I mean, Let to alone. come up with such a unique, creative title, I can't imagine it happening within six months. There's no way. And yet, yet, let's look at the timeline here, Rai. The College Admissions Scandal, not the movie, the actual College admission Scandal, because that's what it is. That news dropped on March 12th, when federal prosecutors charge over 50 people who were involved in the scheme after the conclusion of Operation Varsity Blues. That's what we're talking about here, right? Yes. March 12th. Now, the trailer for The College Admission Scandal, which is the Lifetime movie, this could get confusing, but just keep up with us here. The trailer was released on September 6th, so that is less than six months after the College Admission Scandal, not the movie, The Incident. I'm confused. And the movie is slated to be released on October 12th. Exactly seven months to the day the college admission scandal, not the movie, the actual incident, occurred. Or began, I guess. Yeah, it began, because obviously it occurred years ago, but when it was finally revealed. Well, like, also, so, as we know, there's been so many... um developments in this story over the past six to seven months so are they include like have they been just shooting along the way like have they added that like or is the movie just going to be about like the day that it happened because like as i uh, as everyone knows i do have a film um degree a film production degree and i use it every day and shooting movies is not easy let alone quick. I forget just the shoot itself, which can take many months. They didn't even have a script, obviously. You can't have the script right. before the incident. So March 12th happens. Not all the news drops that day. We don't get a full data dump. 
we are getting news over the course of weeks and weeks. I believe we had our podcast near the end of March, right? Right, 18 days later. 18 days later. But news was still dropping throughout April and obviously to this day. So this is an incredible feat, I have to say, because somebody on March 13th had to get started on production, get a writer to write the script. I don't know if it's like an actual person wrote the script or if it was just like a computer algorithm pumped it out. They just fed it a bunch of newspaper clippings and and it just blurted out a bunch of, yeah, a bunch of words just came out. I would kill for a copy of the script first and foremost. Um, as a writer myself, I really need to study art like this um, to really perfect my own craft. I loved the trailer, though. It's a grade A trailer. I love that they brought back the narrator with the deep voice. I That is a trope in Hollywood that I miss. I need a narrator to walk me through the two-minute trailer. I'm going to be confused otherwise. We don't get that anymore. Trailers are far more sophisticated now, but we used to get that narrator who would just make it more epic, and I'm going to read what the narrator said. And it's very simple. Two desperate mothers involved in a nationwide scandal. Is that all they say? <laughs> Pretty much. And then it goes on to say, like, starring. Um, so here's the thing with the actresses. The one girl looks crazy similar to Felicity Huffman. Yes. They did, they did a great job with that. The other person looks nowhere near what Lori Laughlin looks like. I, I loved the line from the Lori Laughlin character, though. Quote, You studied Darwin last year, didn't you? Some species survive, and some don't. (laughs) Well, Lori, if they were paying attention in class, then you wouldn't have to be cheating them into the fucking school. So she probably doesn't know who the fuck you're talking about and who Darwin is. Lori knew more about what Olivia Jade studied last year than Olivia Jade. Right. Like... I love how she's, like, testing her knowledge (laughs) as she cheats her into college. She's like, well, didn't you learn about Darwin? Well... Then this is what it means. And the, the daughter's like, Mom, like, you literally had to, like, buy my way into college. I don't know what you're talking about. USC is calling. And that's how, uh, that's how she was able to easily manipulate Olivia Jade into buying into the scheme. Because she's literally using what Olivia Jade did not learn in school right. to then illustrate to her why they need to cheat to get her into school. That makes sense. Okay, so actually, that's really smart then. Um, it's called reverse psychology which she also didn't learn about. Um, the scary thing is that this is apparently a ripped from the headlines feature, which I'm confused. Is that a pr- like production team? Is that a, a well-known studio? I, is it a first, is this the beginning of a new type of movie? I'm, I don't get it. So the trailer opens with that as being one of the credits, a ripped from the headlines feature. And then it goes on to say, inspired by a true story. And I, and I wonder, I didn't want to look this up because I just didn't care enough. But yeah. I feel like Lifetime has a series that's called ripped from the headlines features. Ugh. That's what I want to believe, where they just literally rip things from the headlines and come out with movies within seven months. Yeah, um, that actually checks out now that I think about it. Um there was that one, they did a movie a couple years ago that was like very on the nose, like a little too soon almost. I forgot what it was about. But that must be very life. I mean, it's very lifetime of them to do. Here's what I'm a little annoyed about. Because, um, of course, I'd be annoyed about this whole thing. Um, very on brand of you. Like, I want a movie. Like, I want a movie about this, you know. But I want like a social network. 
Like, I wanted David Fincher, kind of, like, dark, witty, smart, dramatic, well-acted, well-shot, like, movie about it. So I'm hoping that, and I mean, obviously it's Hollywood, they'll remake it a thousand times, but, you know, I hope that this kind of just, like, this Lifetime movie just kind of comes and goes, and then we can really wait a year or two for, like, the good one, you know? That we're getting in four years. Four? Well, that's how long the social network took. Really? Yeah. Four years? Well, the social network came out in 2010. Okay. And all that drama was sort of occurring throughout the mid to late 2000s. Okay. 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 So just give it four years, Rye. Be patient. Okay, you don't get a date. Uh, <laughs> well, I'd rather it take four years than seven months because this shit's going to be a fucking mess. And I cannot wait to watch it. Who do you want to play? Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman in the official movie. That's I already have the title for it, by the way. College admission scandal two. Yeah, how'd you know? <laughs> no, it's two two college two admissions. Two ad- two college two admissions. And then two. the trilogy is going to be college admission scandal Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. Hollywood Drift. <laughs> um, Tbh, I want Felicity and Lori to play themselves. I think it should yes! be. Yes. A- I think it should be a mockumentary. I love that. And they should like do interviews and stuff. I sort of love that. Thank you. Okay. Ring, 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 Hollywood. It's me. The man you've been waiting for. My favorite quote, though, from the trailer is from Olivia Jade's character. And I feel like this had to have happened word for word. Yeah. Am I going to be arrested, too? Oh, my God. When she's crying on the bathroom floor. (laughs) Because you know Olivia Jade would make it about herself. Right, she's like, but what about me? And they're like, you didn't do anything. But, like, I can. <laughs> she's like, I, well, how do I get more Instagram followers from that? And I'm like, bitch, you just, like, fucking exist, and people are going to be, like, like into it. Um, Speaking of her Instagram. Yes. This is, this is my, um, this was a last-minute addition to this, but we, we can't ignore it. So Olivia Jade is extremely popular influencer that no one had heard of until now. And um, she posted a photo last month on Instagram of her flipping off the press, just flipping off the press. Um, But she's flipping off the camera and, you know, classic, classic girl, total girl move. Um, And then her, her caption is hashtag close, hashtag source, hashtag sets. And then she tags Daily Mail, Star Magazine, People, Perez Hilton, at every other media outlet. So at every other media outlet is apparently a handle now. <laughs> um, and she tags all of them and it just says, hashtag course, hashtag source, hashtag says. Um, so, I mean, you guys know our opinion on sources. I was going to say, right, I have a big take on this. Throw it at me, hun. Okay, so people may not know about this who are listening here on our public feed, but on Patreon, we do our insider power rankings, mm-hmm. right? Um, our, or I think we call them our leaker power rankings, so people who leak information to the gossip mags, right? Mm-hmm. Because you get the sources, you get the insider, you get the spy, you get the close friend. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what other ones are there? There's a bunch. A source close to the pair. You get a pal? Pal. We do have a pal. Yeah, pal, buddy. There's a buddy. Buddy. In there. 
advice. Yeah. So you, we've developed our leaker power rankings, and this is what I love, Rai. So you know how we ha- always have source at the very bottom? We don't like a source. Source always seems unreliable, yep. a little too sensationalistic, right? We love a yeah. insider. Insider is always number one on our leaker power rankings. Right. Olivia inside. Jade also hates a source. She didn't say she didn't. She wasn't mocking insiders. Mm-hmm. She didn't say hashtag close hashtag insider says. Yeah. She no. said hashtag close hashtag right. source hashtag says. Right. She was yeah. mocking the source. Right. Olivia Jade is with us. Olivia Jade. I mean, look, we love to hate her, but she knows what's going on. Sources are not reliable. Close sources. I'm sure she's seen some things that were an insider has said, and she's like, well, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Accurate. And it checks out. But every time it's a source, she's probably like, no one said that. That's not. No. Nope. Whoever is the source does not know what's going on. Even the spy, right? A spy saw her and her ex-boyfriend holding hands and laughing on Sunset Boulevard. She's like, you know what? Yeah, the spy caught me. She's like, honestly, I was. I was doing both of those things. So who am I to tell the spy that they're lying? Um, whereas the source, I just I just can't with the source. And I'm glad that Olivia Jade is bringing, um, bringing awareness to the, to the problem of the source. The problem of the source. Do you think Olivia Jade listens to the Holly Shook Patreon podcast? Like, obviously, she has personal experience with sources and insiders like you illustrated, right? She is experiencing it all and could discern for herself that sources are bullshit. But but maybe she listens and she was influenced by us. And that's why she has source at the bottom of her leaker power rankings. I believe so. Um, I believe that she is a big fan of us. We've... Mm -hmm pretty much only speak highly of her and have never said anything bad. Nope. So um, she's probably like, I love these guys. They're like so nice and supportive. Yeah. And we rank sources the same exact way. So we're, we're kind of uh, aligned here on our vision of yeah. people who oh. leak to the press. So thanks for listening, Olivia. Um, if you want to post about us on your Instagram, you're more than, um, more than welcome. Um, a close source has not said. <laughs> By the way, speaking of insiders, an insider told Us Weekly, quote, her lawyers begged her not to post anything because prosecutors are going to question her about it and show everything to the jury, end quote. And that's from an insider. That is true. I mean, I've never read more true words. Um, and then she finally listened to them. She deleted the photo. Right before court. Convenient, but... Screenshots never die, honey. Screenshots never die. Oh, no, they don't. That's why I sent you a screenshot of it. I have a screenshot on my phone. So if the if the Supreme Court needs it, um, just let me know. Um, just slide into my DMs at Supreme Court. <laughs> right, you get subpoenaed to testify in Olivia Jade's trial. Oh, my God, I'd live for that. I was just saying the other day, my friend got into jury duty. Got into. <laughs> um was accepted as if it's a contest duty. i got in i made it i got the golden ticket it. to jury duty i've tried so many times <laughs> um i'd only want to do it do a jury duty if it was um for a celebrity scandal or for a murder hopefully ideally a celebrity murder would be great well you know who's in your backyard rye in chicago who mr r kelly okay no i don't want to do him well celebrity scandal rye yeah, but that's a gross one. I want like one like this that's like stupid. <laughs> well, maybe you'll be called in uh, for a, a Lori Laughlin's trial. I would love that. Because um, I'm still, you know, I'm not, I'm undecided on what I would vote for her. 
Um, R. Kelly, obviously, I'm a little biased. Well, not biased. I just am like, fuck this guy. I right. guess that's biased. Um, they probably wouldn't lost- select you, huh? Yeah, and they do ask questions like, do, do, have you, do you know anything about this case um, or have any opinions? And I'd be like, absolutely not. I've not recorded hours of podcast footage on it. No. And they literally would Google it and be like, okay, you're lying. <laughs> we need to go into the archives and just delete all of it. No. <laughs> if, I get on, if I get asked for jury duty, we may have to, though. We might have to. So I, people, listen now. Listen right now. Share it with your listen. friends. Before I become a jury member of it, you have to listen. Yeah. Because um, I do actually really, 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 really want to be on the jury. And I feel like it'll happen for me. You should send in your application. I'm going to apply. Um, I'm going to pay $50,000 to get in. <laughs> and then I actually will be on the other side of the jury and be uh, sued. <laughs> sued. <laughs> um, I don't we know. We know a lot about law, people. <laughs> Every time I talk about this, I like make some stupid law like mistake. I mean, I'm sued. <laughs> so, like, well, you're not trying to pass the bar anytime soon. What bar? <laughs> Just kidding. I know what the bar is. I have like two friends who are lawyers. Uh, <laughs> Which makes you an expert. So I'm pretty much like an expert on law. So um, feel free to contact me, Olivia Jade, if you need a lawyer, because I have two friends. <laughs> two friends <laughs> who just took the bar this year, so they'll probably definitely win. Oh, they're, I mean, they're experts because they just took it, so it's fresh in their mind. It's actually, they're, yeah, they're smarter now than they would be in like five years, probably. That's how lawyers work. <laughs> Once again, an insider says. An insider. You are an insider. I'm inside. Well, I think the, we covered all the latest developments of the college admission scandal, right? That is it. It's a, you, we, it was a quick episode because we knew exactly what, what needed to be said and um, stayed on topic the whole time, which was really great for us. Um, as we always do. As we usually do. Um, so yeah, obviously I had to update you guys on this. Um, I'm sure with once Lori Laughlin's um, case or whatever happens, um, we'll probably do a little update on that, which will probably be juicier because there's going to be a fucking mess. Oh yeah, I mean I'm betting that this podcast series is going to become a Ryan Alkire trilogy, and by Ryan Alkire trilogy, <laughs> I mean a five part series. Five part series, a five part trilogy. Um, just by way. Um. This is part part two, people. Part two. Part one was an hour and a half. This one's not as long, but part two is in the books. And like I said, a Ryan Alkar trilogy is on its way. So it could be five, could be ten. You never know. With this, with the trilogy, you never know how many you're going to get. That's how trilogies work. Um, So can't wait for part twelve of our trilogy on college admission scandal. Um, And also, don't forget to watch the movie. If you guys forgot what it's called, it's called the College Admission Scandal. Um, difficult to remember but just keep it it logged in your brain hard to remember when you're thinking about a topic like this um but it is called that so um we are being sponsored by lifetime and (laughs) you're welcome hashtag ad um thank you guys so much for listening we hope you enjoyed it um don't forget to follow all of our things that we plugged at the beginning of this it was a lot of things and you have to follow every single one of them um, and don't I've forget ha- to DM uh, Ryan at Rye Alk on Instagram or at the Real Rye Alk on Twitter if you want yeah. some uh, rock climbing boots uh, in size rock- ten. Rock climbing boots, they are boots. Um, yeah, I'm. Uh, my DMs are open, so feel free to slide on in. Um, and thank you guys so much for listening. We had a great time hanging out with you. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.